Okay, <laughs> we're doing a podcast today. Let me just check the sound levels. The podcast is one and preview to the 2021 RV lifestyle. Now, this is a kind of a different episode. I'm going to talk about how I'm getting prepared my concerns out in the field of what we're going to find with all these new RVers and uh, people who bought equipment for the first time. There's been kind of an explosion of RV sales. There's been a rush on reserving campsites. All of these things coming together. I don't know if you've heard about Harvest Hosts. Harvest Hosts offered a great deal. A bunch of first-timers. I get on the Harvest Hope Facebook page. What a mistake. <laughs> what a mistake. That was a mistake because you had every newbie. Now, I belonged to Harvest Hope a number of years ago. It's not a cost-effective, and I say cost-effective. I found I spent more money going through Harvest Hope, which is kind of like a volunteer you pay a group that has an app that tells you where you can go. People who have allowed it each have their own rules and regulations. You know people are going to break those rules and regulations and tick the owner off, and they're going to jump off the thing. And then you've got newbies asking questions like they think it's a campground. Like, I'm going to leave my trailer and drive around for the day. Well, maybe in some cases, but it's that's not really the intent. The intent is... You visit the winery, you visit the golf club, you buy something, you can stay free overnight. Most places, no hookups, no anything. Most. That's what the reason the winery signed up for this thing is for business, to get business. It doesn't take you long when you have a bottle of wine that costs 20 bucks, some food, you're going to be sending 30 40 bucks. Now, somebody's going to say, okay, I buy groceries. It's all kind of the same. Well, it's not really the same. I found at one place I spent uh, a dinner for two, uh, I think three, four bottles of wine. I was around 250 bucks for that one stop. And that one stop was the person quit. <laughs> the person quit the Harvest Hope because... People started wandering the site and then going to their personal residence. And I'm like, oh, my God. Um, I think because we had the dinner and everything, the owner was like, no, you can stay. Now, I say we can stay. We also agreed to some things that eh, I wouldn't do again. One is the winery is locked up at night. Uh, about 10 o'clock, they close the gates and lock them. And they don't open them till the next morning, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. Now, you would think that's not a big deal, but when you're kind of like looking at, okay, I can't get out of here, you know, no matter what. I want to leave early and hit the road early. Can't do it. It was hot there, and uh, that's not the owner's fault or whatever, but that was my first time reporting to harvest host that this host has quit even though on their system it says it was part of it my other stays they were close to the highway 
They were noisy when you tried to sleep sometimes at night. I didn't renew. I just was like, it's better to drive to a place, plug in all of my stuff in a van works when it's plugged in. You don't have to worry about anything. You have uh, been able to dump your tanks whenever you want when you're at a campground. Uh, Walmarts weren't quite, you know, we looked at it a couple of times. It's just not the, uh, it's not the experience you think. And if you look at some of these harvest hosts, if you join the Facebook post, (laughs) whether you think it's beautiful or not, uh, it's, it's more of an experience. It's not some locations. I'm trying to jot down a location. Now I put in for it (laughs) this year, as much as I'm talking about, how I tried it in the past, having this much better understanding. But here's what's happening. People are signing up for this, never used the service. think it's a campground. They're reserving three months out. I know when I travel. I don't know exactly where I'm going to be on X date. Weather, um, finding a nice location that I decide to stay more than one or two days. All of these factors, how do, you, how do you start? Now you're treating it like a campground, like um, you're going to a location and going to stay the week. Now, that's, my, that's not my van life type RVing. I am one to keep moving. I like moving. Very few spots do I like to stay too many days. It's just not, not what I'm really wanting to do. So the new world in reality, um, clearly I have been, I did invest in a Blue Eddy uh, AC200. Now, don't hate me. It's a 1,700-watt battery pack lithium that I took up in 2020 and said, I'm buying this thing, and I'm going to be one of the first 200 that get it for $999. They're seventeen hundred bucks today, nine hundred ninety nine dollars. I am sticking this behind the driver's seat in my van, so I have power to do whatever. If I decide to stop at a place that doesn't have power, this unit actually I can plug my RV in as if I was at a campsite. Probably not going to do that, but your refrigerator is the uh, is the weak link of the whole process. The refrigerator and, and van life RV and is uh, you need it to be efficient, you need it to be reliable in the sense that you keep your food going, your experience will be a lot better. Air conditioning is the other thing. If you're traveling in, I would say, late June, early July, maybe parts of August, depending on what part of the country you're in, air conditioning, that is a power hog. That really takes some juice. Now, I have a generator on board. So I have all the options, LP generator, a battery pack that's extra from the RV. The RV really only has two uh, AMG batteries that run the whole unit. So they need to be continued to recharge. I have two 100-watt panels on the van, and that really keeps it up. If you're building your own van, uh, take some advice. Go go for the most efficient stuff you can do. Wattage-wise, it'll save you in the long run. But as I prepare up, I see some problems coming. I see 
RVers that don't know what they're doing. I see harvest hosts, people that have signed up going, I don't need this headache. It's not bringing in enough revenue if people aren't purchasing items. Um, All of these things are going to play into the much bigger picture of RVing. And, uh, you know, there's there's no doubt that... uh, I like to travel and see things. Now, this is something that I want to bring up, too. On my travels that have been successful, and and I'm saying successful because in the early years, if you've listened to the podcast, I've traveled rather quickly from place to place. But if I look back, the memorable moments is when I took a little bit of time in a given location to really find the sightseeing items, travel the scenic road slowly. You get more out of that. There's no doubt. The worst parts of traveling is when you try to make uh, 350 or 400 miles a day on the road. It, it Those are the worst days that you can do. Those are not what you want to do. You definitely want to go slow and steady. Now, those of you that are camping with a two-week vacation, that's a that's a that's in weekends. It's not really the the style that I like. I am not a a, a big weekend or two day. I like to be gone for a month. I like to then have the flexibility to figure out my schedule and take my time. Uh, it, it, it makes a big, big difference. I've run on a little bit about this 2021 season. My hopes are that uh, the pandemic issues somewhat dissipate. I know traveling last year, uh, traveling across the country, uh, wearing masks, it was still a little uncomfortable because you had no idea how bad this is, how contagious it is and what we're really finding out after a year that uh, it wasn't as uh, contagious or transmitted as easily as some had feared Uh, also now that the vaccines are out um, people have gotten the vaccine Uh, I clearly have gotten my vaccine and that we are not uh, can't carry it or at least that's their current findings is that we if we get the virus, it'll be a lot less uh, impact to us. And if uh, we, we can't really, we, the antibodies and stuff that are in our system kind of kill it and we don't carry it from one to another. There's, n- there's no doubt that people that get the vaccine have a benefit over those that are still chancing it. I did, before the vaccine came out, I did have an uncle that uh, passed away of covid so it was real. It was real to me, anyways, that uh, this uh, virus they didn't have a cure for. And if it uh, affected your respiratory system, you could be in real trouble. And some healthy people even got uh, very, very ill and were like, it's for real. So those of us, uh, some of us who have not had it or really been too close to it, you know, even though it was my uncle, I wasn't that close to it, uh, it's... It's something to keep on your mind as you're traveling and being safe. I I know things are loosening up, and I agree with all of the stuff that's coming out as of this date, as we're into the end of May, and everybody's gearing up to uh, hit the road for the summer. I hope you enjoyed this 
quick van life update of what's happening. Be sure to check out uh, my uh, YouTube channel. Uh, it's uh, Gary Abbott. Uh, just type that in and you'll find my YouTube channel. Thanks for listening to this, the Gary Abbott podcast regarding RV life. Hey, subscribe, make it your favorite. Uh, you'll, you'll see these when uh, we hit the road and uh, we'll do some more. We'll do some more of these uh, podcasts and I'll be posting some videos of my travel.